Hello, and welcome to Unsheathed with your hosts, Kyle Gold and Cam Hirosaki. We hope that you enjoy the program. Please stick around afterwards. There'll be cake and blowjobs. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Unsheathed. This is actually canonical episode number 93. Uh, for about the past four episodes, we have lost our way in the desert of numbering, but uh, Kit has shown us the light calculated correctly all of the appropriate numbers so the further confusion episode which we called 89 is actually 90 and the episode we recorded in our bunker which we called 90 is actually 91 and the episode rmfc that we did not assign a number to because we realized that we had drifted so far away from the oasis of the last concretely known number that we (laughs) did not care to venture a guess without a sextant or other, you know, GPS device. Uh, you said sextant. Um, I'm trying to work it into the conversation. It's part of this book that I found. Um, it was very successful of you. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Kit has Kit has made all the calculations, led us forth um, unto the land of ordinal numbers again. So uh. <laughs> here we are at uh, here, here we are at episode ninety three. Yeah, you said I'm I am I am. Um, Voice barely hanging on after a few days of a cold Kyle Gold. And uh, I'm very nerdy, Cam Hirosaki. For when you said, you know, this is canonical episode number 93, and I was like, as opposed to deuterocanonical episode 93. Well, I was thinking non-canonical episode yeah. 93, but why don't you explain? This episode is non-canon. Why don't, yes, it's fanon. It's fanon. Does that mean like we end up sleeping with each other at some point? No, I think you already did that in uh, presents number four. No, we never. No, we never, sleep, we with never each sleep together in our fictions. No, that would just be weird. Um, would you explain what deuterocanonical is for our? Oh God, I'm the benefit to... of all of our listeners except the one who already knows. <laughs> Hold on, before I mess up, Hi, I, will, way. I will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to pull up the actual definition because I know if I try to explain it, like I, I know what it means, but if I try to, all right. Well, while you're doing it, while you're doing that, I'm going to tell people what we're going to be talking about this episode. Uh, we have both returned from separate conventions. Um, the last convention we attended together was Rocky Mountain FurCon, and we did a show there, so we don't have to catch you up on that. Um, but KM attended Camp Farrell for the second consecutive year. I did. I attended Worldcon for technically the third time, but really the first time as a an engaged participant. And we will not one of the unwashed masses. We will be well, yeah, I'll I'll talk about my other Worldcon experiences. Um, we will talk about our conventions. We will talk about the things that we are working on as we always do, because we are always working. Busy busy little pause. Idle pause of the Devil's Playground. Yes. Or in my case, or in our cases, busy pause are also the Devil's Playground. But, um... Depends on what they're playing with. Well, yes. And then yes, we... God. Then we will be talking about our convention schedule. I believe we actually have one more convention this calendar year that we will be attending together and recording an episode at. Yes, we will. And with our, uh, we will... That, that information coming later in the podcast. Yes. So why don't you provide the definition for people so, and then segue into your feral? Yes. So basically, deuterocanonical means that uh, it is something that pertains to a second set of canon aside from the original set, uh, which just makes me think of like Star Wars. 
<laughs> like the Star Wars expanded universe, like alongside like the films. <laughs> Which I'm such a actually Star Wars canon comes in different levels: G canon, T canon, C canon, S canon. Like they all have different levels. It is messed up. They should assign gauges to them. <laughs> so like double O G, twelve gauge cannon, twelve inch, a twelve incher, a thirty six incher. Wow, I don't want to think about that with with Star Wars. <laughs> I don't. It's a separate part of my brain. It's a separate part of my my life. Um, Not everything in, has to be in, about sex. In relation to you thinking about Star Wars, I was thinking about something Dave Barry wrote once, where they said. They did a study and they found out that teenage boys exposed to rock music thought about sex every like 10 seconds. But then Dave Barry said, of course, if you had exposed the teenage boys to the outside or golf or anything, they would still be thinking about sex every 10 seconds. So I was going to say that's like you, except with Star Wars. That's been a pretty Star Wars heavy day for me, which is funny because a lot of it was spent doing things that didn't have anything to do with Star Wars. I guess <laughs> that it just means make it's any a sense. typical day for me. <laughs> it was a Star Wars heavy day, except for all the stuff that didn't have anything to do with Star Wars. I had a comment, but it's just really crow, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, tell people about Camp Farrell. Is it still awesome? It is still awesome. Um, Canada's a great country. If you've ever been there, you should totally go. No matter what anyone makes fun of, things like, you know, like poutine and their money, those are actually both better than what we have in the States. Um they have new $50 bills in Canada now. They're made out of plastic. See, the problem is that poutine is not better than traditional cheese fries, but you can't get traditional cheese fries out here. So, See, I, I disagree. I like poutine a lot. Yeah, but you haven't had traditional cheese fries. Like, have I? No. no. I mean, you know where I'm from, but... Uh-huh. No, you haven't. No? Okay. I did have like cheese fries at the Outback about two days after I moved back to the U.S. from Japan. No, and I was sick for be, a day and a half. No, it, they have to be from somewhere that serves food first of all. Well, yeah, well, that was my first mistake. The last time I went to the Outback, I think they brought a pork chop or something, and it was raw inside. And I sent it back, and they brought it back like microwaved, and part of it was still raw. And uh, so I just ate around it. Gordon and- Ramsay would be so upset. I was upset. <laughs> Anyone would be upset. No. Except, yeah, no, I mean. Except maybe like a, an actual wolf or fox or someone who doesn't mind look at raw this. meat. Touch that. Stone cold. Possibility of trichinosis, which isn't really a thing anymore. But I, no, I remember that that was like basically like, oh, it's because things just weren't clean and not because of. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what trichinosis is, right? Yeah. Okay. Worms. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about feral. Speaking of worms. <laughs> yes. Um, Focus, boys. Feral was cool. They um, Their theme this year was sort of this like retro future. Future camp. Future camp, which is basically like if you know you had rediscovered this old 50s sitcom um, kind of deal. But uh, they had some good incorporation of the uh, the theme this year. It's cool because they changed like the logos for like their hoodie. And uh, actually, they had a, they had a new flag this year, too. Did oh, you wow. get a hoodie this time? I did get a hoodie. What's the uh, logo on the back? Um, it's sort of got like that old kind of like Rutherford Adam model, but at the middle it's got the Canadian maple leaf. It looks pretty cool, actually. The Feral hoodies are, are yeah sweet. They are. I recommend that. Feral does some cool stuff. I, I also noticed that you uh, seem to have gotten a little bit of a claw work there. Yeah, I've uh, actually, thanks to Feral staffer Nao, who uh, done did my nails uh, one of the days, I sort of 
rediscovered my my enjoyment of painting my claws all pretty. Um, so these obviously these aren't still my feral nails. Those are got those are old and busted before I left the country, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a prick a nail or a sweat. <laughs> there we are. There we <laughs> are. But, uh, but no, what else? Um, you know, I did some singing at the musician circle, but it was after they had stopped recording it, so unfortunately you probably won't get to see that anywhere. Uh, I ran some writing workshops, which were a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, actually, I got like really good attendance this year, uh, which surprised me. Uh, it, it intimidated me at first, but uh, it, it went better than last year when I was actually like supposedly supposed to be really important. Um, but no, I think uh, they... I got good feedback on the uh, workshops. So if you go to Camp Feral again, you will probably have a chance to be in one of those workshops by me since I'm pretty sure I'm on permanent go-to duty for, hey, we want somebody to do a writing workshop. We're going to ask you. You so, hear it here, 2013. Yeah. No, I'm planning on going KM again. Hirosaki. I'm planning on going again. I'm planning on going pretty much whenever I can. It's it's a whole lot of fun. It's it's like my favorite thing to do. And not just like as far as conventions go, but just like at all. Like I have an unreasonable amount of fun there. It is it is quite awesome. We're we're hoping to go back to um have they announced the dates for next year yet? Uh they said they're ninety nine percent sure that they'll be the same weekend they were this year. Which would be which would make it doable to go to Feral and WorldCon. It Possible. would make it WorldCon was an amazing experience, tricky. so Segway, segway, segway. Or real quick though, uh, for big feral news, they actually built a new building next to TP Heights called the Rustic Lodge. When when you say they, I just want to clarify, you don't mean the feral staff. Oh no, I mean so it's Camp Erewhon. Yes, Camp Erewhon, which is where the (laughs) camp is held. Camp Erewhon has a new building. Have a theater raisin. (laughs) Yeah, no, but they did. They had a it's a it's a new theater building, and uh, what did uh, they do there? They did. Uh, they did the cabin skits there, and they had their dances there. Oh, so it's bigger than their previous um, kind of. Oh, building. like you're not you're not crammed into Teepee Heights anymore. You're actually in like a building that has a large floor and ventilation for the dance. Wow! So yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty That's cool. Really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, and it's got like a stage and lots of open space. So that's pretty neat. And uh, let's see what else. We saw we saw beavers, but not otters. No otters. We thought there was an otter, but it was a beaver. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to try to translate that. It was the big rudder tail, or well, I mean, we had the paddle tail. Well, no, no, because you, when you just see it swimming in the lake from like a couple hundred feet away, you just see this little mammal head floating, and mm. you can't tell which one that is. It doesn't do it with the big buck teeth, like above the you, water. You can't see the teeth from that far away. You just see a stubby-eared s- mammal head. I think they swim different. Well, yeah, but if you don't normally see both otters and beavers in the wild... I think otters wild, are like backstroke, right? Not river otters. Let's sea otters float on their back. All right. Well, that was cool. Anyway. Wildlife. Beavers in the wild. Yeah. Um, nice beaver. And we know you don't see many beavers Thanks, in the I wild. Thanks, I stopped it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gray muzzle moment. <laughs> yes, no kidding. <laughs> Good old uh, Priscilla Presley. Oh, I feel old. Um, Said the so, youngest person in the room. So, um, so, so Kit and I went to Worldcon, also known as the World Science Fiction and Fantasy Convention, also known this year as ChiCon Seven because it was held in Chicago. Chicago. It was ChiCon Seven sounds sinister. It was like we've had to upgrade to ChiCon Seven. They filled it with yes. humidity. 
Yeah, it was muggy. It was like 90 degrees and muggy the whole time. It was pretty grim. Um, so this was technically our third Worldcon. We went to the Millennium Philcon in 2000 and uh, went to the last day, which was like the Labor Day. And there was basically nothing going on. I think we went to the uh, George R. R. Martin reading of whichever book he had published at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Number yeah. four, I think. Or no, he had just published three and he had not published four yet. Something wow. like that. And four just came out last year, so that was 11 years, basically, right? He took a lot of time between. Yeah, he did. Um, and then we went to Con Jose in 2002. And there we were actually uh, sitting with some people um, trying to sell some books. And I did not have books out at that time. So I still felt kind of... In the before time. <laughs> yeah, it was in it was in the before time. Um, but I, I still felt kind of like, I don't understand what's going on here. It's all these amazing authors. and What's happening? Yeah, kind of like that. And we tried, we went to a couple panels and didn't quite get it. Didn't feel really part of the community there. Um, this year in Chicago, uh, Sofa Wolf went because Ursula Vernon was nominated for a Hugo. Mm. Um, spoiler, she won. Woo! Which was probably, which was, you know, no question the most awesome moment of the con is, uh, someone you know winning a Hugo and, uh, all of our, our association with Sofa Wolf now, we can call them the Hugo winning publisher. Furry publisher winning a Hugo. Yep. And Ursula. Furry fandom's own Hugo Award winning creator. Uh, yep. Ursula. And she is guest of honor at FC this year, 2013. Ursula will be at, at Further Confusion. Oh. Uh, she for won her. for her comic Digger. And Digger is wonderful and everyone should read it. It is really good. You will be able to get it at Further Confusion. Um, so, but it was, it was cool. So we had the Sofa Wolf guys there. They, they had a booth because they wanted to be able to sell Digger because it was nominated for Hugo and everyone wanted to buy it. And then more people wanted to buy it after it won, of course. But uh, also, the last few years, I've gotten to know more people in the general science fiction and uh, fantasy community. Uh, I've talked to a bunch of authors, really just made more friends kind of outside the fandom as part of a, you know, I'm not I'm not looking to, uh, how, how did we put it? We're not looking to move beyond the fandom i'm looking to just expand the number of people reading my stuff and so i don't want to leave the fandom i want to keep writing for furry fandom you know forever basically but i also would like to get more people to pick up my books because then it makes it easier for me to make a living as a writer yeah, yeah. we were talking to the sofa of staff and basically um it's not that they're gonna leave furry at all i mean furry is awesome and it's kind if of you're like, listening to this podcast, chances are you agree with that yeah, sentiment. <laughs> exactly. And, and as Tegan has said in the past, it's like we want to in- basically increase the audience to furry. So being at these conventions allows Sofa Wolf, when we were talking to these guys, it's like, no, this is a chance for us to like show to people, you know, the fact is these are really awesome stories with awesome artwork. You need to pay attention to us. Right. And I think that with all of the amazing stuff furry is creating – there's definitely the potential for an audience that is not furry themselves but can appreciate the art and stories to be drawn to them, to yeah. become fans. I mean, which and, we've seen demonstrably on a smaller scale by having non-furries read our stuff, and they, they, they're they fine with it. 
by and large, and, I would and say. enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I, I keep going back to out of position winning the Gay Romance Award in two thousand nine. I yeah. mean, that was a completely non furry award, and I get more reviews of that that say I expected this to be weird or I didn't know if I was going to be able to deal with the concept of animals, but they're just people and the story is great and it it draws you in. And I've brought people into the fandom, but I also have fans who just are like, no, I just like the story. And and you're actually guest of honor at uh, Gay Lexicon, which is a non-furry con. I will be um, focusing I, in October, I believe. <clears throat> you can You can hear my voice starting to uh, fade out here. Um, Do your Lauren Bacali voice. Oh, you know it, baby. Um, kind of uh, turned on right there. I was gonna, yeah. You beat me to it, but I mean, if, if one of us is going to say it, it should hopefully be you. Uh, we should I wrap will. this up quickly. Okay. Anyway, Worldcon was great. I actually was on several panels. I did two panels about furry. One in one was in writing for the fandom. One was in about history of furry literature, which. I would like to talk more about on an unsheathed episode at some point because I think a lot of our fans now don't really know the history of furry literature. And I'd been thinking initially when I went in that I was going to just talk about the names Paul Kidd, Watts Martin, uh, those people, and yeah. and Fred early on, although he didn't create literature so he much was, as facilitate it. He was, a, he was it. still a key figure. But, um, but I found actually that what I was more interested in was the process, how the fandom's literary tradition went from a bunch of people sitting in a hotel room saying, hey, we all kind of like cartoon animals, we should tell some stories with it, to them sending their stories around to each other, and this was before the internet, to an amateur press alliance or amateur press association, the APAs, yeah. uh, Rao Razzle and Voody and Huzzah, Hip. and how that transitioned transition into fanzines. Like, Huzzah was actually an app that went up for sale. Uh, Yarf was the Yarf, big fanzine yeah. forever. And how that's transitioned into actually semi-pro zines. You've got... Um, so Fool's the only one doing them in zine format right now, really. But Fur Planet does books of was, Fang and well, Roar, which kind of count. What would you put, like, Tales of the Taipan under? Taipan is still an app. I'm okay. not sure those are... I, I asked about that. I believe they're available to outsiders, but I'm not sure. Okay. So, anyway. Yes, as Kit mentioned, trying to segue me off this topic. Uh, anyway, Worldcon is fun. The next one is in San Antonio, and we are already scheming to try to get some of our Dallas friends down there to attend and kind of see what it's all about. Because, uh, you know, there are, there are people who only like furry, but if you like science fiction and fantasy in addition to furry, there's a lot there. And or there's some amazing if you like authors. Good, just good stories. Or, or if you just, yeah, yeah. just good stories. Which I think, I'd like to think most of us do. Um, and I have more to say about the stories I picked up there. But anyway, uh, as Kit mentioned, uh, I'm going to be a guest of honor at GalaxCon, which is the first weekend of October. I'm also going to be a guest of honor at OklaCon, which is the third weekend in October. So I, for the GalaxCon, which is in Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, I believe. Um, yes. We would love to have a huge furry presence there. Yes. So come, swarm. Uh, Sofwolf, I, I believe Sofwolf will be there. So they'll be Sof showing Wolf some of is their also stuff. a guest of the con. Um, and we actually, Fur Planet will also be there. Fur Planet will be there. So we already have some furries. And I believe, well, I don't believe, I know we met one of the other guests of honors at Worldcon. Yes. And she was super cool. She is. And uh, he, he, 
you have a chance to experience perhaps a reading of a couple fanfics where um, Ida Morehouse or Lida. Lida, Lida Morehouse will be orchestrating different portions of the audience to say things like she is she's too embarrassed or she's too embarrassed to read certain words or, from her own family yes it's going to be awesome so um, any furries in the area or around there go she she wanted uh, actually i have to contact her about this because she wanted to do a midnight reading because it was going to be an adult fanfic and she wanted to know if i had any fanfics that i could read also and the only one that I could oh, think God. of yeah. uh-huh. is my you old Lunatics it. fan fiction. So <sighs> I, may, I remember reading drafts of those on commuter flights. I may <laughs> on business be trips. doing a out loud reading of those. I'll have to go back and read uh, them and figure out which one would work best. I don't know, Tech Coyote. <laughs> I love doing Rev's voice. Oh, my God. Wow. Rev is so awesome. So it anyway. So Galaxicon is going to be a blast. So any any of you furries out there listening, uh, try to make it. I almost um, wish I could go now. And let's see. And then guest, I'll be guest of honor at Oaklacon. I think all their cabins are full, or all their tent spaces sold out. I think I saw that. Oh, okay. But you can still stay at the nearby hotel. It is an outdoor con, much like Feral. I am looking forward to this. It is five days though, where Feral's three. Uh, it starts five. If you count the day you arrive and the day you leave, Feral's also five. Well, that's true. So theirs goes like Wednesday through Monday or something okay, crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, because Feral goes Thursday through Monday. went Thursday through Monday this year, yeah. I think. So that's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to that one, too. And lastly, but not leastly, KM and I and Kit will all be at Rainforest, which is the last weekend of September. And on Thursday, September 27th at 9 p.m., I will be releasing my new cupcake novella titled Winter Games with art by the amazing, lovely, talented, and did I mention amazing? Sabretooth Thurman. Sabretooth Thurman's pretty great. Um, she transformed other me. She is. <laughs> it's pretty great. She, she is very cool. She is actually has been way more professional and wonderful to work with than I could have hoped. When you you know when you contract with an artist for the first time, you're doing it based on the quality of the art, and that certainly met and exceeded my expectations. In in her case, um, I, I was lucky enough because she wants to start getting into doing more uh, f- more uh, detailed artistic commissions for people, and so she kind of used the cover as a way to showcase that, where she said, I'm getting paid to do this, so I'm going to make it really, really nice so that I can use it as an example to show people, okay, this is the kind of thing I can do for more money. So, uh, But she did an amazing job on the cover. The cover is gorgeous. All the interior art is gorgeous. And she was fun and responsive and just a a real joy to work with. So uh, please... Come to the release party, 9 p.m. Thursday at Rainforest location, specific location to be determined, but it will be somewhere in the convention center, probably. Follow your Twitter feed. Yeah, follow my, follow my Twitter feed or Rainforest Twitter feed or get the Rainforest programming grid or something or just like, yeah, I will, I'll announce where it is on that Thursday. So if you're in the area, you'll be able to figure it out. And we do hope to have a... Uh unsheathed episode up there as well and we i believe we have a time slot in the programming for an unsheathed episode if not we'll just do it ghetto like we always do real quick uh just talking about winter games really quick i I, (laughs) as a little bit of a a promo boost uh i think winter games is really great uh it's actually one of my favorite things by you i think i think you've done it's it's in the top three at least i don't know quite where it falls in the top three but 
I would I would put it up there. Hey, thank you. But uh, even the new draft, even the new draft. Um, <laughs> I mean, <clears> like, you're well, supposed to say the new draft is better. Uh, no, uh, what I was going to say is nothing you can compare to the magic of having read it the first time. But right. the new draft is. I mean, you you made a lot of improvements, and I I really liked what you did with a lot of it. Well, thank and, you. Uh, yes, um, Kyle can attest that I I read it on a plane, and like the moment I landed, I like barraged him with text messages like, "Oh my god, I love your story." He did. I love your coyote. Yes. <laughs> I love him too. I'm glad he got. He's glad, adorable. He he and Sierra have been kicking around for a few years, and I'm glad they finally got a story. Yeah. That hopefully is, does them justice, and there will there will be more. I think there will be. But yeah, so for for my stuff. Uh, speaking of uh, guest of honorships, this is a little bit of a ways out, but uh, other me is going to be uh, guest of honor at Condition Wasteland in London, Ontario, in 2013. Uh, so if you want to wait 11 months, awesome, that'll be a thing. Thank you. Very cool. Yes, I, I got to uh, talk to a lot of the uh, condition staff at Feral, and they're all really excited to to have other me so excellent good to hear and uh let's see i'm going to be at midwest fur fest uh later this year as well i'm not sure exactly what i'm gonna be doing panel wise they actually just reached out to me yesterday to ask me about panels i'm a little lost without kyle <laughs> i'm like well yeah, sorry i'll have to start thinking about who i want to do uh panels with we uh we yeah. have a few things that we normally traditionally did and not that we you know we can't but uh yes i'll I'll figure something out, but uh, I'll at least be there if you want to buy me a drink. I certainly won't turn that down. We, it, um, especially just because Chicago makes me want to drink a lot. Yes, it's a difficult city. It was. Uh, it was not better during the summer. No, I can imagine that the weather is much more. Well, I, I, I'd hesitate to call November in Chicago clement. Yeah, mostly no. just windy and cold. It's yeah. Yeah, and Kit and I cannot go to Midwest Fur Fest this year because because because. Oh, can you say now? Oh, the yes. Weekend, well, they announced it on Twitter. Oh, so it's out. Thanks. Twitter. Um, the weekend after Midwest Fur Fest, we are going to be flying to where? A land down under. That's do I do I need to have Vegemite? I think we will have to have a Vegemite sandwich oh, at some point. I'm not happy about that. Uh, yes, we are going to Australia. We're going to spend about a week in Sydney, and I hope to meet up with uh, some of my Sydney fans during that week. That'll be the last week of November. And then right around the time November slides into December, we are going to slide down the coast to Melbourne. And we will be in Melbourne for till December 10th, basically through Midfur. So we're going to be attending Midfur. We are working right now to get some of my books down there to sell. I will definitely be sitting around signing books, possibly doing some panels, possibly doing some other stuff. I understand you ride kangaroos around and... But you do them on the left side of the road. Play with koalas. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen there. My, so. my, my big goal is to survive. You make furniture Honestly, out of milk crates, it is, avoid all the I hear poisonous it's the things. most poisonous not, land in the planet. It is not, a, it is not a, a good country for someone who does not like spiders. I'll, I'll admit I'm a little bit nervous about the whole down under thing. Yes. I, I do want to, Are going to be fall summer? off. I'm most, not, yeah. not falling off. I'm mostly worried about all the things that want to kill me there. Yes. I will, I will keep you safe as best I can. Right. And we uh, are, my, my goal, my goal is to see a platypus in the wild. I, oh, but they they want to kill you too. They have like poisonous spines. 
Yeah, I but think. they don't run fast. They waddle like ducks. I You've not seen them. me run. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Um, I'm looking forward to hanging out with Dark Natasha, who we have had a chance to um, yes. kind of hang out with at uh, Rocky Mountain Fur Con. She will be. The she guest is of going honor. to be the guest, one of the guest of honors. Yep. Oh, uh, awesome. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, Botch was not able to make it. Um, but the backup is a. Uh, Dark Natasha, Dark Natasha. Awesome. which is, and I'm hoping her boyfriend um, or a husband, husband actually yeah. will be there. That would be cool. So yes, we are looking forward to hanging out with Dark Natasha and all of you wonderful Australian fans and furs down at Midfur. We are looking forward to hanging out with all of the Oklahoma and some of the tech, some of our good Texas buddies at Oklacon. Kit Silver likes beer. Kit does like beer. Kit Silver does like beer. Kit Silver likes. Uh, I wrote a like cool. Um, I wrote a cool B movie horror story for the con book for mm-hmm. Oklahoma. So if you guys go to the con, you should check that out. It's totally worth it. I also wrote a fourteen thousand word story for the Galaxicon chat book, which <laughs> made them write back to me and say, uh, "We were just going to do a little thing," and I said, "Do you need me to write something else?" And they came back a week later and said. No, we'll just make it bigger. So there you go. Kyle Gold making fandom bigger. <laughs> making it bigger. You That's all I'll say. Issues. <sighs> but yeah, so um, that's been good to get caught up. Uh, just in case you're not caught up, uh, just really quick. Over the summer, I did a thing where I wrote short stories every week all summer, mostly. Uh, but I got 11 short stories out between mid-June and the beginning of September. Awesome. And, Excellent. Uh, some of them were even good. <laughs> I liked all the ones I were in. Um, and also, because we're going to be traveling so much, we're not sure when we will do more bunker-produced episodes. But KM and I have been irregularly on Mondays, as announced on our Twitter feeds, doing live-streamed episodes of Unsheathed, in which we actually get people to show up and we answer questions in real time. Yes. Pay attention to when we announce those, by the way, because people ask, oh, like, when are you going to know when you're going to do them? And we usually don't know until either that day or the day before. So pay attention to Twitter. Pay right. attention. So, yes, follow KM's Twitter feed or my Twitter feed. And, and we'll, we, we, we tweet each other when it comes to those things. So. What yes. are those Twitter feeds? At KM Hirasaki. At Kyle Gold. <laughs> We're so easy to find. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. You would think. But anyway, we're going to wrap this up because <clears throat> I don't know how much longer I could actually keep talking. So in deference to that, and I have run out of wine, which means I'm done here. PDX. Thank you for the fan that dropped us off the uh, oh, yes. PDX. PDX, wine. which was from Chester County, Pennsylvania, apparently. Shouts. Weirdly enough, because that's the airport code for Portland. Oh, what? What? Yeah. What the? Fuck. Send us an email. It's not make any sense. Now I'm more confused than ever. Otter mind blown. Oh, God. All right. How do you get hold of you guys? uh, You can always reach... uh, I don't know. How do people get... No, don't get hold of us. (laughs) Don't Um, don't look for me. We'll find you. My my website is kylegold.com. It has contact information there. Uh, If you want to email me, it's kyle at kylegold.com. If you want to, um, God, what do people use? I'm Kyle Gold on Facebook. I'm Kyle Gold on Live Journal. Uh, I'm Kyle on Fur Affinity. Whenever that comes back up, yeah. For and me, I'm so furry. For me, go to a website. If there's a Cam Hirasaki there, it's me. If there's not a Cam Hirasaki there, then I'm not on that website. <laughs> 
This is a website. <laughs> Old Thank school. you for calling KM Hiwasaki. This is my website. <laughs> wow, All right. strong bad? Awesome. Yeah. I know. Bring it back. Way old school. Kicking it old school. Nice. Um, anyway. Oh, man. I wish I, I wish I could do limousine at karaoke. Limousine. We're from the bad limousine. Oh right. god, is it sad that that made me have a great muscle moment? People are like, what's Homestar? What's Strong Bad? Like, oh my oh, god. Geez. Stop being 18. <laughs> I will in a year. <laughs> Alright. And we will leave you with that. I'm I'm Kyle Gold. I'm Cam Hirosaki, and I've missed this. And keep writing. <laughs>